You're listening to a Count Out Podcast. Hold one, arm drag. Just tell me, bye And welcome to Hit the Books, the only realistic fantasy booking podcast in the universe. I am Ryan Knightsey, and with me, as always, I have the innovator of the Mikey Driver, Mikey Manfredi. Mikey, how are you doing today? What what kind of move would the Mikey Driver be? Well, I mean, it's got to be, of course, some sort of pile driver, probably. But what? Why is it the Mikey uh, Driver? You're the innovator of the move. You should be explaining Shit. to me what the move is. Shit. Um, I mean, I mean, I would have to imagine maybe some sort of pile driver, maybe just you know some sort of you know thing where you're throwing a guy onto the floor, you know, or the mat okay. real quick. It's 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 like a pile driver, mm-hmm. but instead of doing like like picking them up and dropping, it's me picking them up and falling down because I realize I can't lift people because I'm not strong. So you're, you're putting them in the pile driver position. And then realizing I can't hold them, and then I just fall backwards. Would it make more sense to fall forward? That way you're at least doing something to your opponent? Yes. <laughs> but it's not, But that's how but it it's, happens. It's, it's, much, it's much more Mikey if I fall backwards, though. <laughs> so you're a comedy so wrestler. It's, so, instead, so instead they land on me. Okay, and then again, the one, two, three pin, you lose. The th- sorry, the three, two, one pin, you lose. <laughs> and it happened so often that it became the Mikey driver. Wow. <laughs> when you get reversed out of a pile driver, that's the Mikey driver. Makes sense. Yeah, I think that tracks. Well, uh, how are you doing, Mikey? You're prepping. You're prepping a uh, a little vacay convention trip, aren't you, buddy? Yeah. Uh, so tomorrow. I'm going on vacation for like a few, like five days. And then after that, on Thursday night, I'm headed to DC right from the beach house we're staying at to go to Otakon. Otakon? So, what is Otakon? I've heard you mention it to me several times, and you've told me about your cosplay and everything. But I honestly have no clue what the hell is Otakon. It is a big old anime convention for weebs and stuff. Okay, so are you announcing today on this podcast that you are, in fact, a weeb? Uh, a, not completely, but a little. No no weeb will call themselves a weeb. Yeah, but no, I, I, I would if I watched, like, a ton of anime, but, like, I haven't. Like, I'm not, I haven't, I haven't earned the title yet. <laughs> I haven't earned the title of Weeb Sensei. I do not belong. <laughs> uh, well, I, I think the term is Senpai. <laughs> Ryan. Do I watch anime? No. <laughs> I, I don't think I've watched a single anime. To my knowledge? I mean, when I was younger, when Avatar was on, I would watch it. But I wasn't like a huge, huge fan of Avatar. I've watched a few 
That's top why. five Mikey, t- top five Mikey Manfredi animes. I think I've already only, I think I've only watched like five. Then perfect. Top five. The perfect top five. The top five, the bottom five. They're all the same five here. It's like number. Starting all the way at number five. Number f- here number we f- go. The Mikey Manfredi top five, bottom five okay. animes, TV shows. Number so, starting at number five. Here we go. Number five. Right. Coming number, up. Top five. Number five. Are you gonna let me talk or? <laughs> yeah, I'm. I'm. I'm vamping. Number five. Top five. Right, number number five. five. Number five. Number five. <laughs> because I've watched the least of it so far, it's probably JoJo's Bizarre Adventure. Hey, that's number five. The top five. Bottom five. Mikey Manfredi. Let's go on to number four. Number four. The top five. Bottom five. Mikey Manfredi. All time. Anime. Number, number four. Num- number four is One Punch Man. A classic, if you will. But no, moving on to number three. Straight along to number three. The top five, bottom five. Mega Man Ready, all time favorite anime. Number three. Attack on Titan. And at number two of the top five, Mikey Man Freddy, the innovator, the Mikey Driver, the Meatball Man, Mikey Man Freddy. Number three. The top five, bottom five, Mikey Man Freddy, all time. Hunter x Hunter, for sure. And all the way at number am I wait number one number one are we on number two number two are we on number two or number one we're I on asked number you one maybe we did four did we do four then we're on number one who cares number one at the top five out of five this is the number one the best the best according to Mikey Manfredi the best anime of all time number one not, okay, best okay. anime of all time top five bottom five number not, one time out. Not the best anime of all time. My personal favorites. Mikey's personal best fave my, anime my, of all time. Number yeah. one. At number one, of course, is going to be... Drum roll, please. Number one. My Hero Academia. And there it is. The top five. Top five. <laughs> those are my top five favorite ones because those are the only five I've actually watched. Now, every once in a while, Mikey, we should take a step back and like think about, like you know, was that bit funny? <laughs> I don't know. Probably not. <laughs> At what point did it stop becoming funny? <laughs> um, I think pretty early on, honestly. I think after number three, it was like, okay, we get it. Yeah. We Let's may have dragged that out a little too far. Mm-hmm. Eh. Speaking, speaking, <laughs> there's no transition that'll make it sound good, but... <laughs> speaking of dragging <laughs> things too far, here's our show. <laughs> I can't transition out of it without it being an insult to ourselves. <laughs> uh, but let's start getting straight into the booking, Mikey. We are coming right off the heels of our pay-per-view. I would say very successful pay-per-view of Stomping Grounds. I agree. I think it was a it was a blast to record, and it was a lot of cool results happened. And I'm excited to move on and book from there. If you uh haven't heard stomping grounds please pause this episode now and listen to stomping grounds and then come back detail of what happened and then come back to this episode Mm -hmm. and if you haven't it's probably too late now well maybe if you catch it if you catch it right time you might still be able to listen to that episode and see and vote in the booking results on twitter at hit the books pod and we'll go into like always mikey we'll go into sort of our you know pay-per-view uh, top five bottom fives of <laughs> that's how you bring, that's the transition when we when next week mikey next week we will go into our men's and women's top five bottom fives of our roster to see who's up who's down who's all around i can tell you right now uh i put in the records after following stomping grounds and a lot of people have shifted 
in Whoa. terms of records. Interesting. So a lot of lot of jump ups. Do you know Pete Dunn is really hot, is getting really high up there? Do you, I don't know he's you know getting that. hot. We're heating him up. He's getting hot. Let me hit you with Pete Dunn's record right now. Pete Dunn is seven and nine. Okay. He is higher than than SmackDown mainstays that we've had for a while, like Rey Mysterio, uh, Sanity, um, with the the revival or anything. He's higher than all those people. He's he's almost beaten the Usos who we've had forever. He's almost that's, beaten Daniel Bryan. That's crazy. Mm-hmm. He's catching up to beating SmackDown Live mainstays. Mm-hmm. He's getting there. He's getting there, buddy. But we'll go into intricate detail about that next week when we get the booking results uh, from you, from you all. So, Mikey, are you ready? Oh, yeah. No, my guy said. What? <laughs> A little bit of an Eric Cartman thing. <laughs> No, Mikey. I I said, Mikey. Are you ready? Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, people of all shape, ability, and gender. Oh, let's get ready to book it. Uh, and what we're booking here, Mikey, we already know two of our matches. Two of our matches, buddy, and that is the WWE Championship, the vacant WWE Championship tournament, round two matchups. Oh, yeah. We are hot off the presses of all of our round one matches, which means our challenge.com slash by Drew has officially closed, which means that uh, we're just going to be no longer secret booking, Mikey. We're going to be saying announcing who... We have moving forward who's gonna be winning moving forward so we can actually talk about our decisions that's exciting i'm excited uh those two round two matches that we have this episode mikey are braun Strowman versus cesaro okay quite honestly a matchup that i didn't think about before but honestly on paper not too shab i kind of like it yeah it's pretty good versus elias sorry Ooh. not versus Braun Strowman versus Cesaro, and then Elias versus Pete Dunne. Okay. Which, again, there's something about that matchup that I kind of like. Oh, yeah. But uh, very, very interesting indeed. And, of course, next week we will have Roman Reigns versus The Miz and Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan. That's like two main events right there. Oh, yeah. That sounds dope. Mm-hmm. So we have to book our show. Uh, so let's do it. Mikey, uh, where do you want to start? Let's 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 book these two matches first. Let's just get these out of the way while we have them. That's fair. Okay, Strowman with the Miz, we presume. I mean, we presume we're the ones deciding that. Versus mm-hmm. Cesaro, the Swiss Superman the- Cesaro. WWE Championship. Why do you have to say it like that? Round two, Mikey. Who you got? Uh we don't have the secret book. I'm excited about that. Mm-hmm. No, like, longer, like you said earlier, we don't have to do that. No longer have the nice. secret. We can say people's names. Um, this is a tough one. Yes, we are also. I Actually. mean, Strowman and Elias obviously are the freshest ones here. Cesaro and Pete Dunn had, we presume, a brutal matchup at Stomping Grounds two days oh, earlier for, sure. for the Intercontinental yeah. Championship with Pete Dunn getting the victory. So there is like a loss of momentum for Cesaro. Anna, you know, both are unfresh. Unfresh? 
So both could lose here. Mm -hmm. But who do we want? Who would make for better TV moving on? Mm -hmm. Keep in mind, the winners of these matches will be facing each other. <laughs> do we want the Miz and Strowman to pull it out with some heel tactics, I presume? Over Cesaro. <laughs> Why? I don't know. I just like I just like saying it. <laughs> I just like saying it. I prefer it that way. Okay. Um Cesaro. Or do we want Cesaro getting his momentum back and fighting fighting back here? Well Strowman obviously now has the numbers game. Cesaro yeah. doesn't have Sheamus in his corner or anything. Because mm -hmm. he has the undisclosed injury of a lifetime that we have no idea about. So he's already he's he has no momentum, he lost or not no momentum, but he lost his momentum. He lost at stomping grounds. Doesn't have a, an additional person's corner, so he's working against not only the monster among men, but the the chicken shit heel that is the Miz. Yeah. So it's a, it is an uphill battle. Can the Swiss Superman overcome that battle? Is the question, I guess. Uh. It's a pretty big hill to climb if you're talking about Braun Strowman. Yeah, yeah, like when he lays down like the side of the road, he's like a speed bump. <laughs> I mean, all human bodies are like speed bumps if you if they lay down in the middle of the road. <laughs> Got me there, then. Got me there, Mikey. <laughs> I don't. I can't beat you on that logic. <laughs> um, so, I mean, the edge, the advantage goes to Braun Strowman. Yeah. Uh, cause he's, especially because he's got the help. But if we wanted to push anyone into the WWE Championship title picture, we could push Cesaro easily in there. Yeah, for sure. Sort of like, sort of like a Kofi Kingston. Yeah. You know, that idea mm. of like, Cesaro's been in this company forever. He deserves the WWE Championship, that sort of thing. Yeah. Well, not deserves it. No one deserves anything. But... The idea of, like, you know, he's put his time in. He's championship material. Give him something. <laughs> so, I mean, the edge is obviously Strowman. But the, you know, push could be Cesaro. Plus, you know, winner will face either Pete Dunne or Elias. So, I don't know. I'm sort of leaning with Strowman. Yeah, I think I am, too. Uh, because just because he has the overall advantage here with his size and also the Miz in his corner, mm -hmm. it's hard. It's hard to not say Strowman and Miz here. Yeah, as much as I would like to put it Cesaro, if it wasn't Strowman if the Miz, if you know, if it was Rey Mysterio instead, I would probably say Cesaro. Yeah, but because it's Strowman and the Miz in his corner, I got it. I got to chalk it up to those boys. Yeah, for sure. So is that what we're going with? Strowman and Miz? I think so. Yeah, Strowman and Miz. Strowman and Miz. They're moving on. They're moving on to round next. Team Strowmiz. Ooh. Well, that's already done, I guess. Kind of. Strowman with the Miz moving on into the semifinals with that victory. Let's find out who he'll be facing in two weeks. Elias mm -hmm. with Aiden English in his corner. Or Pete Dunn 
for the round two matchup. Mikey, we got a second round matchup here to book Pete Dunne, Elias, and Elangish again. Pete Dunne is Intercontinental Champion. Hmm. What, are we, what are we doing here? I don't want to... I don't... I want... I, I think Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. But I don't want to make Elias just look like some jobber from the first round. Who, like, who like luckily got through somehow. Well... I don't think Elias will look. I mean, who did he? Who did he beat? Who did beat Elias beat? He beat Rusev. Oh, well, uh, <laughs> oh, jeez. He beat Alex Rusev. Um, <laughs> I mean, I don't think Elias would be. A, I mean, here's the other thing to consider with this: Pete Dunne is Intercontinental Champion. Uh, Elias gets a victory over Pete Dunne, then Pete Dunne can be. Or Elias can challenge Pete Dunne for the Intercontinental Championship, which could be interesting. Yeah. But I think we sort of have ideas on a SummerSlam matchup that could be interesting. Yes. And plus, Braun Strowman versus Elias or Braun Strowman versus Pete Dunne? I mean, they both sound good. They do. I think, sound sounds, I think one sounds better, though. You don't know which one sounds better? I said I think I do know which one sounds better, though. And that is? Pete Dunne versus Braun Strowman. Yeah. I, I think it I think it could be. I mean, I, I don't think, as much as I would like an Elias Intercontinental Championship run, I don't think yet. Like, I think yeah. hold that off for a little bit. We have ideas for a SummerSlam match, and him against Braun Strowman could be interesting. I don't know it won't work, would it? Dang. Pete Dunne, if Pete Dunne wins here, he will have a match against Braun Strowman where if he wins, he might have two matches at SummerSlam or just one for the WWE Championship. Damn. He always has to do to to get to the the WWE Championship would beat Braun Strowman. That's wild. So are we doing Pete Dunne? Yeah. Sounds like we will be. Let's do Pete Dunn wins round two of the WB Championship Tournament. He will now be going on to face in two weeks in the semifinals, Braun Strowman. Oh, yeah. Mm, the big boy. The big boy. B-Stro. Beef Strovanoff. B. Bistro, which is literally... Oh, wait, the Braun Strowman Bistro? Hold on. Strowman's. The 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 Bistro Bistro. Yeah. Where you can have a beef stroganoff. <laughs> or you can have um Is there a, a food Mike Mikey, you're a food guy. Is there like a food that has anything to do with like a puns for brawn? Prawns. Yeah. I was thinking <laughs> prawns, but then I was like, there's only prawns is one word. It's not much of a pun if you just if it's one word. Uh but but God Braun can't think, can't think of anything off the top of my head, buddy. Braun Strowman's Bistro. But it's spelled B dash S T R O W. Instead of Beef Strovanoff, it's Prawn Strowman. Or oh. What about Prawn Prawn Strowman? 
There it is. Yeah. Prawn Strowman Beef Stroganoff. What a weird ass restaurant. <laughs> what a <laughs> terrifying menu. <laughs> we have two dishes and they're both named after me. <laughs> Just like the restaurant. Also named after me. Bistro's Bistro. Just what a non-appetizing menu that that is. <laughs> okay, well, we have two of our matches down, Mikey. Wanna, let's take a quick second and talk about the women's division. Yeah. What do you got? What do you got for me? So, we have a new champion. Correct. Uh, in Charlotte Flair. These are these are correct statements. Uh, and we need to build her for a SummerSlam match against probably Natalia. Okay. Because that seems like the most hot feud right now. Okay. Um, and I need to figure out how to do it because I didn't get much time from yesterday. Yeah, we did record our <laughs> Dominicans episode yesterday, so you were like, "Hey, uh, what are we gonna do? What are we gonna do?" Yeah. Pretty much. Uh, wait, hold on. We wait, hold on. Pause, 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 pause. I think you do get additional time, Mikey. Or, you know, just a little bit more time. Because if I remember yeah. last time, we flipped after the first pay-per-view. Mm-hmm. So that means tag division goes first, women's goes second. Okay. So you actually do get additional time. I get less time to think. You don't. I get less time. Hold on. (laughs) Oh, geez. Okay, I get less time. You threw yourself into the fire. Oh, no. Uh, I get less time because we flip it. And I think also we said our vetoes go back. So now we have two vetoes. Mm -hmm. Not mistaken, which got three episodes. I think think we should just. For for this special circumstance, I think one is fine because we only have three episodes till SummerSlam. That's fair. That's that's fair. One veto. We all get one veto between now and SummerSlam. Okay, so I got a couple pitches for you. Couple couple mm-hmm. fastballs. One, one. This isn't well. Uh, one. I'm just going to say this now as a pitch, but it's because it's kind of a tag team pitch, kind of not. I think we just get a segment that is hyping up. Um, Kofi Kingston in the WWE Championship Tournament. Mm-hmm. We get the New Day to you know hype up the fact that Kofi is in it. He's facing Daniel Bryan. He's facing the guy that calls himself the cure of the wrestle, the cure for wrestling, mm-hmm. the wrestling cure, whatever. Yep. Um, Kofi Kingston has been in this for eleven straight years. Deserves the title. Deserves it. Blah blah blah. blah. All the, basically the stuff that they said building up to WrestleMania of last year. Yep. So this is basically backstage, you know, um, uh, backstage interview with Kofi Kingston and New Day. New Day where they are, they are, you know, hyping up uh, Kofi's involvement in the tournament. Yeah. And saying. Hyping up, the, hyping up the summer of Kofi. Mm-hmm. Perfect. Yeah, you're right. Summer of Kofi. The summer of Kofi Kingston. We're facing Daniel Bryan. Does Daniel Bryan come into this and interview at all? Um, hmm. Maybe he just comes down. He comes out and he just kind of, well, just kind of stares down the new day a little bit. I don't know what he would say. Yeah. It's kind of up to you, though. 
would say. I don't know if he would say anything. Hmm. I don't know. Well, I'll, I'll put that. On, I'll put that on hold because maybe you can do a match of uh, Daniel Bryan versus like Woods or Big E, mm-hmm. which can be interesting. But I'll put that on hold for right now. Let's let's see how we do. Okay, here we go. Second pitch, Mikey. Here we go. Ready? Yep. A- we got a segment. AOP comes out to the ring. They say that you know they've successfully retained their titles at Stomping Grounds, and they want fresh blood. The old chapter is over. They are on to the next. They want competition. Who comes out? Heavy machinery. Nice. They come out for their match. That match. What happens. a big, what a big boy beef fight. What a big hoss, big stakes, weights, and authors of pain. <laughs> States, weights, and authors of paints, paints. Uh, Artworks. Authors of stakes. Authors of stakes. Heavy machinery versus, heavy machinery versus AOP. Uh, the match happens, but AOP get the victory when Razar pins Otis. Razar pins Otis. Okay. Following the match, as while AOP are lifting their titles high up in the air, the lights around the arena start flickering on and off and then eventually they just turn off uh then you hear various people laughing like you hear like you know like there's a bed of laughter uh until one laugh stands out amongst the rest whose laugh is that none other than woken matt hardy lights turn back on and both woken matt and jeff are standing in the ring across from aop the two groups start fighting until the Woken Brothers stand tall, deleting to their heart's content. End of segment. Wonderful! <laughs> <laughs> Wonderful indeed. The return of the Woken Warriors, Matt and Jeff Hardy. I like that much better. Then what? I don't know what you're talking about. It's not like oh, yeah. it's not like we had an idea. We had to cut it out because it was so bad. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about, buddy. <laughs> I like this idea. Perfect. This I like. Okay, and that's all that's happening in the tag team division this week. Feels like a way more natural way to. Never mind. No, you're right. No, you're right. What, no, go for it. Go for your explanation. Go. For, why do you? Why do you like it? Any, well, any tweaks, well, no, well no, nobody, nobody heard what about nobody, nobody heard the part that I'm gonna explain again. So that's fair. That's fair. But what, what do you like about these two things? Do you know any tweaks? Any uh, vetoes? Um, no, I like it. I like it the way it is. Mm-hmm. Mikey, this also should be said. This is the return of Matt Hardy. This is Matt Hardy, who we haven't seen since episode two of this show yeah where he gave a retirement speech yeah we have not seen him and that was when he went into the lake of reincarnation came back out became no longer woken yep he took a break in the middle of a segment to go back to the lake of reincarnation and come back mm-hmm mm-hmm but apparently that did not last long enough it did not last a full year, the Lake of Reincarnation, or he stopped dosing up on Lake of Reincarnation juice. He let he let it take it. He let he let it come back. Mm-hmm. 
because the Woken Warriors, Matt and Jeff Hardy, are have returned. And this is the first mm-hmm. time also that Jeff Hardy, as a broken sort of guy, has been on WB brand TV. Ah, Brother Nero. Mm-hmm. Brother Nero. This is the f- yeah. You're right. I forgot. This is the first time Brother Nero had been on WWE TV. Maybe in our universe. I mean, in real life, he's been on TV once, not on the in the arena, but like in the Bray Wyatt Matt Hardy compound fight. He was on it for like mm-hmm. half a second. Yeah. But uh, maybe. I'm not sure. But yeah, so any thoughts? Any tweaks or anything you gotta do? I like it. Cool, 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 cool. <laughs> uh then let's move it on. Let's let's take a quick break. When we come back, we will book the rest of our show. We got what we got three segments and two matches left. Oh boy. When we come back, we'll book the rest of that. We're back from our quick little break. Mikey and I had shots of of straight nicotine straight into our blood systems. That's not. Does it, what are you talking about, Mikey? <laughs> that wouldn't help. That would just make us addicted to nicotine. So, uh, is are you saying you don't want to be addicted? <laughs> what if we just became a pro <laughs> pro nicotine podcast? That would be so unbelievably bad for us. Is that a bad that would look? Be, that would be hit the book's worst PR move to date. Is that is that a bad look for us? I think so. <laughs> yeah, you're probably right. Don't do don't do drugs in general. No drugs, no nicotine. <laughs> We're drug free, like it's meant to be. Cha- champions don't do drugs, kids. Mm-hmm. Unlike Drew McIntyre. <laughs> I'm about to say, unless you're Charlotte Flair and Drew McIntyre, who have both been <laughs> fucking suspended for doing drugs in the locker room. <laughs> keep giving titles to. <laughs> what bad influence. Maybe we are pro-drugs on this podcast. What bad influences we are to the youth of today for a WWE Universe programming. All right, let's just lead into it. Let's just lead into it then. Hey, kids, do drugs if you want to be a champion. This is how we start the women's division for this week. Charlotte Flair is doing cocaine in the back. <laughs> oh, she's doing cocaine off of her title in the back. <laughs> That's it. Sim- simple enough. Oh, we also got to do the 24-7 championship, Mikey. Yeah. We can't forget about that. So, uh, last stomping grounds, you pitched the idea of doing an actual Nia Jax versus... Uh, Heath Slater matchup. Of course, though, however, Nia Jax could have lost her 24-7 championship. Yes. So what What would you like to do? So we have a new 24-7 champion? I think let's hit the randomizer first and see. It, wait, can I ask you a question real quick? No. Oh, okay. <laughs> yes, go ahead. <laughs> Does the randomizer have a chance to ret- for the person to retain? Uh, if it picks their name. Again. Okay, so they, so they, so it's possible. It's possible. It's highly unlikely. Got it. All right, let's hit that randomizer first, then. Okay, I've hit the randomizer. And oh, okay, interesting. We have a two-time. Right. We have a two-time twenty-four-seven champion. 
a two-time 24-7 champion. We have uh, none other than the king of strong style, Shinsuke Nakamura. As the... Oh, wow. Okay. Somehow, in between Stomping Grounds and today, I presumably at Monday Night Raw, defeating Nia Jax to win the 24-7 championship. Would it be a bad look? We're already a pro-drug podcast, but continue. If we did do the Nia Jax-Heath Slater match, Nia Jax wins, and whilst... And, like... Maybe Heath Slater was working the leg at some point. Or, like, got a shot on the leg. Mm-hmm. And Nia Jax is celebrating on one knee. And then from behind, he she gets hit with a Kinshasa. Maybe. Can is I give you an alternate pitch? Yeah. Nia Jax-Heath Slater match happens. Heath Slater wins the title. He defeats Nia Bold. Jax. Very, very bold. As he's sell- as he's getting up to celebrate, Kinshasa to the back of the head. One, two, three. Shinsuke Nakamura becomes a twenty four seven champion and leaves. Can we just say that absolutely buries Naya? <laughs> that puts Naya. Well, she just had a squash the, match on a pay per view in the dirt. She just dude. had a squash match on a pay per view, Mikey. She had a squash match on the pay-per-view, but then the guy she squashed came back, beat her to win a title that he immediately loses. Hmm. That's fair. <laughs> that is fair. I gotta find a way to hit the randomizer where, like, it... Whoever the current champion is ups their odds. You know? Okay. Yeah. I, I gotta figure out a way to do that. Ups the odds of retention. Maybe it's just like whoever the champion is, their name is just on there multiple times. Yeah. We want to make it like, yeah, I got to figure out a way to do that. I have no idea how to do that. I have, I, I have no idea how to do that because it's like we got to randomize it, but I also want to make it so like there's a 50% chance it was whoever was the last person to win it. Mm-hmm. So it's like, ah. I'm sure, I'm sure it, it can get figured out. Yeah, let's 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 continue booking the show. But what do you want to do with the twenty four seven championship? Uh, well, Shinsuke has to win it at some point. Hmm. Nia Jax doesn't have to lose it to Shinsuke. That's also true. It doesn't have to be a wrestling match either. Also very true. So what do we do? Hmm. I don't know, Mikey. I don't know what to do here. <laughs> I mean, either. I'm uh, a little stuck. I'm a little stuck on how to get out of this situation here. Uh, Maybe Nia Jax just squashes Heath Slater again while she's celebrating. Shinsuke runs in with a roll-up or something. But why the hell is Shinsuke here? What's the reason? He wants his his 24-7 title back, right? Yeah, but there's no reason for him to be on SmackDown and get get that title, especially if it's just him. Well, if he wants the title. Maybe, okay. Then then what if Nia Jax wins, and then a bunch of people who have been previous title holders or want a shot at the title come at Nia Jax while she's, like, in the ring celebrating, and then she fights off a bunch of them, and then 
Shinsuke kind of sneaks up behind, mm, sneaks up behind her and gets the upper hand. I don't think that's a good look. I have multi- multiple men jump a woman from behind. Yeah. It's not a good look. There's no good look here, Mikey. No. What about Nia Jax loses the title to Zelina Vega? Okay. Zelina Vega then gets pinned or somehow, you know, gives the title essentially to Andrade. No, why would she want to do that? I got nothing here, Mikey. I have no idea how to get to Nakamura. From Nia Jax to Nakamura. But we don't have to... Ex- I think I think we're... I think, I think we're... Uh, I don't want to get stuck in the WWE stigma of, oh man, a man can't hit a woman. That'd be bad. You know, like... Yeah, no, but it's just like... I'm, I don't know. I understand that, but I don't know how to get there. Without it seeming like bad could we use the card of they figured it out on raw and nakamura shows up to smackdown live with the 24 7 championship uh we can't do that a lot but i guess we could do it now because it is a little confusing i, I don't know yeah. and we need to and we need to move on yes I, we have to move on and i don't know how to realistically get there without some sort of situation I, I can't. I don't know how to figure it out. Yeah. So Nakamura shows up with, on SmackDown with the twenty four seven championship, but really, what we'll probably do is Heath Slater hunts down Nakamura <laughs> and fails to win the twenty four seven championship. Of course. So Heath Slater is just Drake Maverick. <laughs> yeah, Heath Slater is Drake Maverick now. Um, do we want to do a segment with Heath Slater this week? Let's just make remember, it Nakamura. Do we even need to do anything? When, remember when Drake Maverick was the cool GM of 205 Live? Mm-hmm. And now he's in a feud of Mike Kanellis over it all? <laughs> Pretty good. Pretty good. Um, should we Should we just, uh, you know, push it, not have it, not have a 24-7 championship segment this week? Yeah, I think that's fine. Okay, then we'll do that. We'll do that. Absolve ourselves of this week as the 24-7 championship rolls on. And we'll move on to next thing. Women's division, Mikey. Speaking of women. Oh, yeah. Speaking of women doing drugs, Charlotte Flair is a women's champion. <laughs> bad example, kids. Don't do drugs. Don't do alcohol. Don't, don't do any don't sort do of Don't do alcohol. Vice. Don't even watch Vice on TV. <laughs> like, don't even think about it. It's a vice. It's evil. It's bad for you. It's going to make you watch more television and buy Taco Bell French fries, which are so delicious and yummy. They're you, so offer code, good. With offer code books, you can get a free <laughs> free thing of nacho fries. No, you can't. Don't go to Taco Bell and just start yelling books into the drive-thru. It will, it will do nothing. They'll think you're crazy. <laughs> Unless they're huge fans of the librarian gimmick. <laughs> then they'll be like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you think we can get the librarians on the show? They like books. I don't think they would like that we hit them. Hmm. Good point. Good point. Maybe Sunny Kiss instead. <laughs> or Allie of some sort. Well, let's talk about the women's division, Mikey. Okay. Let's do it. So, I have some ideas. Okay. 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 I think 
Charlotte Flair comes out and has a segment. Okay. And says that she did that. It says that the title is right where it's supposed to be around the waist of a flare. You know, that's because she's the queen and the queen gets the gold, blah, blah, blah. You know, a typical Charlotte Flair promo of a typical heel Charlotte Flair promo of I'm the champion because I'm a flare because I deserve it and I'm the best. Yes. And and then she takes that another step up and she says, I could be anybody. I'm better than anyone in that locker room. And I'll prove it. Uh, and she does like she does. I th- she does an open challenge in the most heel way possible. She's like she's not doing the whole fighting champion thing. She's only doing it because she wants to prove that she is better than anyone in that locker room. Okay. She wants to rub it in our faces, you know. So she calls for an open challenge, and. Who answers? Heath Slater. Done. Exactly. Who answers? Our truth. No. <laughs> uh, Dana Brooke answers. Okay. Dana Brooke. So we have Charlotte Flair, Dana Brooke, uh, SmackDown Live Women's Championship match. Okay. Charlotte Flair wins. Uh, Charlotte Flair kind of like kicks Dana Brooke out of the ring while she's already down. She's like, she's like, that's, that's all I got. I need some real competition. And then Natalia comes out and, and Natalia comes out and says, we never got to finish our match at Money in the Bank. And I know I could beat you. If you want a real challenge, me, you, SummerSlam, women's title. Okay. Charlotte accepts. Wait, did we do this already? I think we did this already. Did we do Charlotte Flair Natalia submission match? No, we have not. Charlotte Flair accepts under one condition. <laughs> what? What is that condition, Mikey? She wants Charlotte Flair versus Natalia submission on a, a pole sub- match. Submission only match at SummerSlam for the women's title. And Natalia agrees, of course. Yes. Thoughts. <sighs> Is this the only thing you're doing in the women's division this week? No, but you, you. I just want your thoughts on this segment. You don't have to say if you're going to veto it or not yet, uh, or anything like that, or tweak it, and then I'll move on to my. Other no, idea. let's move. On. I want to move on to the rest of your stuff because I want. I want the full picture. Okay. I want the full scope of what's happening. Okay. Uh, we got a seg- We got two segments and a match left. So, the other segment, I was thinking was commentaries talking about SummerSlam and blah, 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 and they're like, you know, doing, doing... To get two free tickets to Taco Bell. Or they're like, they're like, 
You can get it for free with your first month of WWE Network. Uh, and then while they're doing their advertising, they're like, oh, we, we hear something's going on in the back. We just we just got word. And it's Shayna Baszler absolutely tearing apart uh, Ruby Riot. Oh, interesting. Feud not over. Shayna Baszler is pissed. Okay. That she lost at uh, Stopping Grounds. So she is just throwing Ruby Riot around, putting her through. She is just, like hitting her with everything along the way backstage. Okay. And she ends with. She ends with putting Ruby Riot in a Kirakuda clutch. And leaving her passed out backstage, and she walks away. Whoa! No words are spoken. She just beats the hell out of Ruby Riot. Wow! Wow! Okay. Anything else happening in the women's division, Mikey? That's it. That's all I got today. Wow. We're coming out of stomping grounds thinking that was the end of the rivalry. But no, Shayna and Ruby, at least Shayna is still at it, attacking Ruby Riot. Mm-hmm. Okay, Mikey, I got, I got a tweak, and I think I, okay. got, I think I have a veto. Oh, okay. My tweak would be... If if you agree, agreeable tweak. Okay. Would be replacing Ruby Riot with someone else. Oh yeah. Instead of attacking and tearing apart Ruby Riot, do it to someone else, like let's say Carmella, or the Iconics, or something. I don't know. As like I mean, a placeholder for Ruby Riot. She's she's so upset that she's taking out on other people. Okay. Just to give a little bit of a a, a small little break from uh, the Ruby stuff. Not to say we can't you can't go back to Ruby Riot. Obviously next yeah. week or something. Because I yeah I because I, I want to I like this feud a lot. Mm-hmm. And I think the way Stomping Grounds ended, it was a good f- foot to continue the feud on because it's like. Yeah, she got pinned, but like Ruby Riot, like didn't mean to be, like she just it just ended up that way, right? Mm-hmm. It's like the Shane, like we said, it's like the Shane Miz finish at WrestleMania, where it's like Shane didn't mean to pin the Miz, it just kind of happened, you know. Mm-hmm. But I like the idea of it. My tweak would be then instead of Ruby Riot, make it someone else, so that it's sort of like a she she is she is attacking someone as if they were Ruby Riot. Okay, if that makes sense. Okay. My my tweak would be that uh, maybe Carmella, both maybe both members. No, you can't do the both members of the Iconics because they just won the women's tag team championship. Yeah. So that would be a bad look. But uh. Oh shit! We need the I think we need an Iconics segment too. Damn! I didn't even think about that. Maybe, maybe next week. Maybe next week. So what about that? Shayna Baszler doing this to I don't know Tamina or Carmella. Those those are my picks, I guess. Okay. 
Sure. Do you have a pick of which one? Uh, let's say Tamina because it's more impressive, I guess, because Tamina is bigger. Okay. Yeah, that makes sense. That makes sense. We're we're throwing Tamina around the room. So it's like so it's like wild to see Shayna Baszler just like manhandling Tamina. <laughs> that makes sense. That makes sense. And I'm gonna veto. Uh-huh. I'm gonna veto your opening segment match call out thing. And there's a one there's a distinct reason why I'm vetoing it. Why? Is because it is very similar to what I did with the tag team division this week. That is fair. And I don't think we should probably do something that is very similar, same episode. That is fair. I mean, I'm not doing a... Ch- AOP aren't putting their titles on the line, but, you know, yeah. it's AOP talking about the, how they win, they deserve the title, then someone comes out for a match, they have the match, and then someone comes out and is essentially yeah. challenging them for the titles. Yeah, right. So I say, my my I veto this... I say cut that match of Char- with Dana Brooke. Okay. And just make it the promo. And then have Natalia come out. Mm-hmm. Not, and say- not, 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 she's not doing an open challenge anymore. Instead, she's just doing a promo, really flaunting it. Natalia comes out and says, we have, we have yet to f- actually have our match. Because I have want, I've so desperately want to shut you up. Uh, okay. And I want the match at SummerSlam. And then Charlotte Flair does the whole on one condition, it's submission match. Yep. So I can make you tap out and show you that I really am the best at everything I do. Mm -hmm. I think it's like a submission match, and then there's like a secondary stipulation that if Natalia doesn't win, she can never challenge for the SmackDown Live Women's Championship again. Bold. Oh, yeah. Again, quote unquote, all that stuff. You know that sort of idea? Yeah. She's she so she's better than anyone uh, she so she is better than anyone in the locker room. Uh etc cetera, etc. Cetera. And then Natalia comes out says that I you know, we've never actually got our match at Summer uh, at, at Money in the Bank. We never got the fi- I never had the chance to f- officially shut you up and I want that chance one last time at SummerSlam. Because, oh my God, Charlotte Flair, I hate you, and I want you to shut yeah. up. So does everyone else. Well, you know, whatever, whatever crap. And then I think Charlotte. So I think Charlotte Flair ends it with the whole like on one condition submission match, just to prove to you that the heart dungeon, it, the heart dungeon is nothing but a playground, and that I am the best there is, the best there was, and the best there ever will be. Before she can finish it, Natalia punches her. I like that. And then they get a little bit of a brawl. Yeah. And then and then Charlotte Flair escapes and and Natalia's like, I accept. Mm-hmm. And then pop. Yeah. And then Q pop and then She's like I, I like I like the picture being like the heart dungeon mm-hmm. with air like air quotes. Mm-hmm. Okay. Cool. Then we got our card. Except we have uh, two matches. One to two matches and a segment left, Mikey. So I'm going okay. to pitch the idea of adding that Daniel Bryan Xavier Woods match. I like it. I think I it. it's a nice little tease for next week mm-hmm. to keep 
and have Daniel Bryan have some extra oomph. I'm thinking because I'm thinking Daniel Bryan picks out the win. Yeah. You know, we're gonna, yeah. we'll, ha- we'll have we'll have E and C- Kofi and Woods's corner, but Daniel Bryan gets the victory here. Yes, forces them tap out to the little bell lock. I think we got a little add a little thing to that segment too, just you know, uh, summer of Kofi. Daniel Bryan says something. What the fuck does what? What does Daniel Bryan say? Why? Why is he coming in to talk or do whatever? What? What is what? Okay, so build to WrestleMania. Probably, probably is like he probably says something along the lines of like you got you three are part of the reason the disease started in this company. Oh, there it is, like, Mikey. There like, it is. It's the like he's like it's. He's like, you guys don't take wrestling seriously. You're just goofballs who. You're you're just goofballs who play around in the ring for fun or something. I don't know, you know. Just goof. I like Daniel Bryan saying the word goofballs. Just I don't know. I, I'm trying to think of like a word that's better. No, goofballs is but... perfect. <laughs> Quite frankly, goofballs is perfect. Goofballs who destroy. The sanctity of Wrestling. of the squared circle. Shout out to subreddit. <laughs> they they have what, what was what was the first thing you said? The disease thing. They were they were the they were a big part of the reason why the disease started. They're one of the many reasons. Why the disease has started. Uh, Woods tells him to put, tells him to put his money where his mouth is. And that he, and that he'll show Daniel Bryan that he's much more, that that he's a re- that he's a wrestler and he's much more than a goofball who does funny stuff sometimes. Why he is much more than a wrestler? Why why he's much more? No, wh- not why why he's much more than uh, a goofball. M- much more than a. Uh, I'm trying to I'm trying to think of a way for him to pit for him to like shill up up down down. Much more than a gamer. Much more than a much more than a gaming YouTuber with over a million subscribers or something. <laughs> there it is. Like subtly, like rubbing it in his face, kind of. With I'm gonna say with almost two million subscribers. Yeah. Why I'm not just the head of the biggest gaming channel on YouTube. I am a wrestler, and I can prove it tonight. Yeah. Brian. You know, smirks and leaves. And then they have their match later tonight, and Daniel Bryan picks up the victory. No yeah. no cheating tactics. Daniel Bryan picks up the victory. Yep. Hmm. God dang it, Woods. It's not looking good for Kingston's party. 
It's really not looking good for Kofi Kingston. Uh, okay, cool. That's done. Daniel Bryan wins. Um, we got one more segment left to book here, Mikey, and a match if we wanted to. Do we have any idea what this last segment can be? Keep in mind, we have six um, matches we need to book for SummerSlam. And so that that's what? That's a WWE Championship, an Intercontinental Championship. I don't... Uh, the I, Women's Championship. Could, the Women's Tag Team Titles. Women's Tag Team Titles. Which can be a co-branded sort of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else have we got? What else have we got? The men's tag team. I feel like titles. I feel like it's it's such an iconic move to come out and just brag about it, but I don't want a third segment of pe- people coming out and being like, "Look, we have title." Well, you also need a um, a challenger to them, and it could be a raw tag team too. Yeah. So that's something for you to keep in mind is who could do that. So what are we looking at? The W Championship, Intercontinental, Women's Championship, Men's Tag Team, Women's Tag Team. On top of all that, Mikey, we still got one match left over. Yikes. Yeah, we still got a whole another match to do on top of all that. So what about this, Mikey? I got a pitch. I got a pitch. Okay. Ricochet. Okay. Backstage segment with Ricochet. All right. He is asked about his loss at Stomping Grounds. Okay. Uh, Ricochet says that that yes, you know, yes, he did lose, but you know, he's going to put over Kofi here. But he he lost to one of the best, one of the best in WWE for years for 11 years mm-hmm. and it was you know just it was it was it was an honor to be in the ring with him okay i like it but even though he lost his he's still he's still hungry for gold in wwe he's still, he's still on the hunt hungry for, you're right he's still hungry for gold and he's not giving up. Which reminds him of, of a win he did have against the Intercontinental Champion, Pete Dunne. Mm-hmm. And of course, uh, Pete Dunne is, has has his eyes you know has his eyes set on the WWE championship he better not look past what's in front of him perfect but he better not look past what's in front of him and i think that's the end of the promo perfect mikey perfect closing statement on that promo holy crap we have another match if we wanted to do it. I feel like no. Mm-hmm. Uh, we do need to build a whole nother match for our, for the pre-show. Yeah. Uh, and I have no clue what that is right now, <laughs> quite frankly. 
Uh, Raw pre-show. Yeah, but uh, it could be. I mean, it could be anything. We could do that. We could build that. Literally announce it the day of SummerSlam, because that's what yeah. they always do. But um, you know, we got to think of some sort of extra match. So we got to keep that in the back of our heads. Mm-hmm. But we are already shaping up SummerSlam to have hell of, a lot of some health. What am I trying to say here? We're shaping up SummerSlam to have a lot of matches here. I'm excited about it. Um, yeah, me too. Real quickly, we'll cut it out, and we'll happen like real quick. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pretty much snap my fingers, and it'll happen. But let's just order this card, and when I snap my fingers, it's already done. Okay, and it's done. Yeah, we've our card is completely set up. We have Charlotte Flair opener, Elias Dunn, backstage interview of New Day, AOP's ring segment, then Heavy Machinery AOP, followed up by the Woken Warriors return. Backstage segment of Shayna Baszler. Woods versus Daniel Bryan. Backstage interview of Ricochet. Then Braun Strowman versus Cesaro. Mikey, our card is ordered. Our, the results are in. But there's one thing left to do, and that is the randomizer. Ugh. The dreaded, the lovely, the randomizer. It brings us such joy every once in a while, but it brings us such pain way too often. Uh, yeah. Whose turn is it this time? Uh, we both did it at, at Stomping Grounds. I'm trying to remember. I think it was me that did it the week before the, the Go Home Show on Stomping Grounds. Yeah, I believe so. So that means it is your turn to hit that yep. randomizer. Let's do it. The dreaded, the dreaded randomizer that really brings a lot of pain to us. Constantly. Too often. Too often does it give us pain, quite frankly. Constantly gives us pain. Lots and lots of pain. And it's always that, 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 oh, God, goddamn randomizer. All right. I got the randomizer. It has been rolled. Decision has been made. We have to add a segment. Someone went short in their match length, so we have to add a segment. Add a segment? Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay. Hmm. Okay, okay. Well, let's think here. Let's think, let's think here, Mikey. This, this is an opportunity. Right? This is opportunity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We have to do a six match at SummerSlam. I think we should start building the women's tag titles. That's fair. <laughs> or have the Iconics brag about it because they're like first time champions, excited. Maybe we could just do a backstage interview. The Iconics like, are faces, it... though. Remember? No, I know. They can still be excited about winning titles. No, they can't. They're not allowed to be, <laughs> they're not allowed to be excited. How dare they? Uh, we could do an Iconics backstage interview about how it's their first time with the titles and how they feel about it. So they feel great. They're ready to take on any competitors, whether it be from Raw or SmackDown. Uh, and we're going to make these titles iconic. Mm-hmm. Easy. Yeah. It's easy, quick, easy. easy, quick one. But is it too easy, Mikey? I guess it's too easy. Oh. Do you want to add more to it? No. No, I think it's fine. I was just thinking about maybe instead of doing the iconics, we can we can build up our six match for SummerSlam. Okay. But and take the time into figuring out what that could be. But I have no clue what that can be. Yeah. As of right now, I don't really know either. I do have an idea, and you would hate it. Okay. For reasons. For reasons. Mm-hmm. Okay. But I, do you want 
pitch it and see if no, I relate that's, it. That is a that is a out of recording pitch. Okay. That is an out of recording pitch. Cause that has ramifications. That pitch has ramifications. Yes. So I don't. Besides that, I'm not sure. Uh, <laughs> so I don't know. But I, I can't think of anything right now. So I gotta give you my pitches outside of the recording. So let's go with this. The Iconics are excited about their their win at Stomping Grounds. Uh, what? winning the tag team titles mean to them you know real baby mm-hmm. face promo yeah um can't uh are willing like you said to take on all challengers whether it be from raw SmackDown or NXT. Yep. Where does this segment go in, though? Where's the placement on the card is this gosh dang segment? Uh. <laughs> no idea, dude. I got an idea. I got the idea. Here we go. Okay. It's going to happen after the AOP segment sounds good match everything they could probably say you know how their big influences the hardy boys but while that's happening while they're doing their segment talk about how they're willing to take on anyone whether it be raw smack or nxt they talk about some more stuff but then commotion to the side who's that Shayna baszler tearing apart tamina i like it done cool mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. easy easy peasy line easy squeegee peasy. Easy peasy. squeegee. We've done it. We've done it our return home show of SmackDown Live. We already have a couple matches set up for SummerSlam. That being our vacant WWE Championship match, of course. The mm-hmm. Charlotte Flair versus Natalia in a submission match for the Women's Tag Team Championship. Ramifications mm-hmm. there being, you know, uh, Natalie doesn't win. She probably can't challenge for the Charlotte, you know, can't challenge for the SmackDown Live Tag Team. Not SmackDown Live Tag Team. The SmackDown Live Women's Championship. We're looking at Ricochet mm-hmm. versus Dunn. Mm-hmm. We're looking at Matt and Jeff Hardy, the Hardy Boys, against AOP. Okay. And I think that's all. I think that's all we sort of set up for SummerSlam. All right. Sounds good so far. We'll get more. Next week, we already know, next week is going to have Roman Reigns versus The Miz in round oh, two yeah. of the WWE Championship Tournament and Kofi Kingston versus Daniel Bryan in another round two matchup. Oh yeah! Excited to see that those two matches are going to be incredibly tough. So stay tuned to find out what we do there. And you can stay tuned by subscribing to Hit the Books. You already listened to it on iTunes. You already listened to it on Stitcher. Wherever you're listening to it, then you can just hit subscribe. The button is right there. Hit subscribe. Takes less than one minute to do it. Just five, ten seconds. Just boop. Hit a button. You're subscribed. Boop. You can find out all the stuff that's happening next week. All the things that we have to book next week and the difficulties surrounding those things. Yeah. You can also follow us on Twitter at Hit the Books Pod. There we have our Excite Your Mirror booking polls, which we will talk about next week about, you know, sort of the top five, bottom five for the men's and women's division and where people are sitting in our roster. According to you, those are directly according to you. 
and we'll get more of an idea of what people like, what people don't like, what segments people like and what they don't like. We'll get a better idea about talk all about that next week. Mikey, what else? You could also check out our YouTube channel, uh, Hit the Books Podcast, where we do all of our reviews for any WWE pay-per-views, and more recently, AEW pay-per-views as well. Moving, moving uh, Ryan, forward, going to be doing a lot more moving. AEW pay-per-views. Oh yeah, for sure. Uh, and Ryan has his spinoff show, System Check, where he uh, goes over all the stats of AEW matches and predicts uh, the outcomes of certain pay-per-views. Which I've gotten fairly right so far. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, it's like I'm getting. I'm pretty good at it in terms of predictions. Hear that, everybody? Go, go watch his predictions and tell him how bad he is. <laughs> Please, I dare you. Use hashtag checked and tell me how bad I am. I would love that. But also stay subscribed because we might have some additional stuff. Mikey might be putting some additional stuff out there. Wink, wink, tease, tease, tease hint, wink, hint. wink, tease, tease. So please subscribe to our YouTube and do that now. So, with all that being said, Mikey, any closing thoughts? Uh, I think this is a good show. Uh, SummerSlam is going to be exciting, and I love it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Until next time, we've got two words for you. Book it.